Uh, we want to we want to give you guys a, a quick life hack recommendation. Um, if you're from the Toronto area, GTA, um, our lovely listeners, we want to we want to help you out here. As of late, we've been recording a lot more, spending a lot more time in the studio, and because of our lives are a little bit hectic, we're in and out. We never really have snacks and food here, so we uh, partnered up with Tiggy, who is a Canadian app, and uh, recently came to Toronto, and they are an on-demand food delivery service. And also, you can get your COVID test and basically anything else you need. They got a variety of unique products. Uh, basically, anything that you might want last minute, you can go. Go on the app. It's 15 to 30 minute delivery. Yeah, you heard that right. 15 to 30 minutes. We literally order it when we get in the studio before an episode. And before we even sit down to start recording, our food is here. I'd say it even for us, it's always come closer to the 15 minutes and the 30. Like we'll order it and before we can, you know, as soon as we sit down, take our jackets off, our guest gets here, like the stuff is here and like keeps us, I mean, we get drinks, snacks, I mean, anything we really need to kind of, you know, keep us going, it, it comes. The best part is there's no fees, no subscriptions. Um, it Guys, it, it's actually amazing. They have fresh products and we actually like, you know, we don't waste stuff here. We order what's needed every episode and you know we go through it, and then the next time we're back in here, we order more. We don't we don't waste stuff because sit here and, and go bad, and it's been a lifesaver. And since we love you guys so much, we're gonna give you guys a promo code. You knew this was coming, Pal Thirty. Yeah, Pal Thirty. P A L Thirty gives you thirty percent off your first three orders. Yep, bingo, boom, go do it, <laughs> guys. And not not only that, like every, the price of everything's going up, you're gonna save thirty percent. Like what a no brainer. Don't, thank us later. You know, don't even thank us. Just go and do it. Have a so great day. We'll put the download link in the bio in the description. So click the unique link. You can download it again. And the promo code is PAL30 for 30% off your first three orders. Now get ready for this fire episode. Let's go. You're no good doubt. at it. Um, George used to vlog. That's why. Okay. I used to do a lot of things. Not good at many things, <laughs> but did a lot of things. I, uh, I guess you can call me a jack of all trades, but master of none. Um, yeah, anyways, to Ricky's point, like what we were saying, we have two cameras now, so like obviously more close-ups, so you are in the spotlight at all times. Um, and it's great for the podcast. Like we just did our first episode with the, the two cameras and the new wall and everything. We had Penny Alex. Yeah, it looks so good in here. Yeah, I love it. It, it's, a, it's a great spot. And now our buddy Eli finished this wall here, who's an um, up-and-coming artist. Um, really, really happy how this turned out. But yeah. we... Um, amazing we did it for our first episode recently and penny alexiak the uh canada's best best olympian what do you call it best olympian most decorated most olympian. <laughs> olympian. she was on and i was just spending the whole like all last night editing the episode and it takes, it takes a lot of work it takes a lot, <laughs> yeah. takes a lot of time but it's worth it because our guests are the best and we got to put the time in to to shine the spotlight on them, absolutely so. i don't think i could ever do any sort of editing like that i suck at it really <laughs> yeah even with like kind of music stuff i'm like ooh. It's difficult, for yeah. sure, for sure. So you're not like... Um, producer? N- yeah, no producer. <laughs> no. no, no skills on that side? No, I'll like write songs on the piano and like I know enough chords for that and like to back myself up a bit, but I could definitely never do the producer thing as much as I would love to and they're literally incredible. Like, yeah, not no, for me. nothing? Yeah. It's uh, funny because a lot of people we've had on, most of them were on the producing side. Yeah. I th- Actually, I don't know. I don't know. 
maybe a split actually come to think about you it. You mean like oh you mean like songwriters? Like, yeah, the producer? guests that we've had on. A lot of we've had more producers than singer songwriters. But I'm thinking lately it's been almost you 50 mean producers 50. like including like the DJ stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. Possibly. I guess. Very possible. Anyways, when did you start? Um, well, I got into music as soon as I came out the womb, pretty much. I started singing in the backseat of the, my dad's van, and then, uh... <laughs> I was, like, just typical, like, singer-songwriter yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. In the backseat of the van, I was just jamming yeah. away. My first song was called Balsamic Vinaigrette, and this is how it went. Balsamic Vinaigrette. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> actually song. your first ever song? Literally. I wrote it. Um, my mom, like, took a video of it. I don't know where it is on some old phone, but okay. um, I started out just like singing. My my parents are both super musical, and uh, when I got into high school, got into relationships and all that stuff, and then I started writing um, lots of sad songs. As you can probably tell, I like sad songs <laughs> more than happy songs. Uh, but yeah, and now here we are today. We were just talking with uh, we had um, Peter Takis on. Just gonna ask. Were you- same thing about yeah yeah so he said that um when his life is going really good and like his relationships were really good and you know his career it's hard to write he says he was (laughs) writing some of the worst songs he's ever written yeah then a couple months later he's going through a breakup and like he's not touring anymore and he's got like nothing kind of happening or nothing's trending in the right direction and he says like i just wrote hits my album is all the songs i wrote when i was like borderline depressed yeah honestly like i'm in a very happy relationship right now for like three years and for the first chunk of it i was like trying to write these stupid happy songs and i hated them all and then i was like you know what let me just go back in my mind and still write about like the saddest points in my life <laughs> like in high school and stuff and yeah that's that's where the good songs come from for me that is so interesting i wonder if that like that has to be common that's a very it's a very small sample size we have like two, uh, like two know, for two though, but like. still like it, it's just so crazy <laughs> like like i'm one that is very um as a person, very opposed to like jumping to conclusions based on a small sample size. Like I, I always like me and Ricky kind of like we'll go at each other if one of us tries to say like, "Oh, see, I'm right." They're like, "Okay, well, there's only two people that think this," but it's just really weird and it does seem common because there's the jokes about you know Taylor Swift. Exactly. Thank you. For we're on the yeah, yeah, we're on the same page today, buddy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's interesting. But a lot, of, I think it goes across other disciplines too, not just like music, but a lot of people. Right, when you have a chip on your shoulder, like that, that metaphor and whatever, mm-hmm. people like you know, you think about the bad, or the people that doubted you, and you want to rise up above it. So I guess like it applies across all. But it's interesting that that singing and like songwriting and all that stuff is specific to like heartbreak, and a lot of songs come mm-hmm. from it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like so many amazing happy songs too, but just like. I love the emotional ones that make you want to cry. Like, that's just what resonates with me. And I want to... What's your favorite, like, emotional song that makes you want to cry? Oh, my goodness. Uh, anything Louis Capaldi. Okay. I love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, what other, lots of country songs. The, I love country, honestly. The reason I asked that, I just heard the song by Kenna Childs. Mm-hmm. I think that's her name. It's called Oceans. It's, like, big on TikTok. And I, I literally listened to it for five days straight. And it just like, and I'm like, again, very hey. happy right now. My life's going mm-hmm. amazing right hey. now. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling great. I'm like the happiest right, I've Paul? ever been. And this song is just like, it just gives me feels like yeah. just so much emotion. I, I drove my dad to work the other day randomly and I had it on. Right. So it played <laughs> once the second time it plays. It's just on loop basically. And he goes, uh, what is this? Like, what is this? I'm like, dad, it's just a song. He's just like, don't talk and just listen to it. He's like, who's it by? 
Like, is it by that that driver's license girl? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. Just listen to it. So after it's done, he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I felt that. I like, what'd you feel? He's like, I don't know. Just change the station. <laughs> it's like typical, like, 65-year-old uh, dad. But yeah, yeah. That's why I asked that, because that song I'm obsessed with right now. But Yeah. George, what's your, like, go-to sad song? I honestly don't think I have one. I'm just listening to everyone. You guys talk about this thing and about what, do I ever listen to anything? Like, not really. There's no song that I'd be like, oh my God, a bad day or like, you know, whatever and play this song. Any song, can you think about a song that's given you like, like, sorry, a, a more mellow or like lower tempo song that gives you feels, like emotion, like an Adele song maybe? I'm trying to think of a song. The first one that came into my head is Lumineers, or is it Lumineers? When we were young, oh, we, you know the song? No. But is it Lumineers or no? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when we were young, okay. <laughs> we fell in love. That's we also an Adele song. Uh, when we were young. Yeah. I can't be. Anyways, I can't sing it. I don't know what. The so name wait, is. what was yours, Louis Capaldi? Yeah, I love Louis Capaldi. <laughs> nothing at all. What's, uh, no one knows what song I'm singing. No. Someone listen to this podcast. If you know the song I'm singing, first person to DM me. Stubborn love. There. Lumineers, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyone who got that, listening to this, if you DM me, I will give you a Palace Podcast sweater. If one left. <laughs> Anyways, oh, how did no one know that song? I, that song, that's the first one that came to my head. Even though it's not really <laughs> sad, it's kind of like it mellow. Yeah, 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 that's fair. You know, yeah, because yeah. then it builds up a little. bit. Anyways, um, story never ends by Love. I don't even know how you say it. Love, love. Love. I actually know that. I it's L O V, but like the O was like one of those special character O's. L A U V. Love. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. What are you, what are you talking about? Who I know there's an artist that's like. <laughs> it's L O V, but the too. O was like a, you know, O with like two dots on it or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what you call them. Umlauts. Is that what it is? I believe so. Google it. <laughs> it's German. It's a um, like it's the double the double dots. It's called an umlauts. Um, I don't even know how we got on this. Well, the the artist you came up with, I want to see Danielle pull it yeah. up. Yes, no, true, false. Okay, anyways. Uh, we have no idea. <laughs> uh, you were saying country music, big fan? Yeah, well, I grew up in a very small town. Where'd you and, like up? Napanee is where I went to school. So it's like two and a half hours outside of the city. And you're Ottawa, right? Uh, well, it's in between Toronto and Ottawa. Okay. Like, okay, smack gonna, dab yeah. in the middle. You, I got confused too. I was like, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought Ottawa. We're on the same page there. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I grew up, I'm actually, I live on the reserve because my dad's native, I'm part native, and I went to school in like the next town over, and everybody is like, I don't want to say hicks, because if anybody that's <laughs> from the town <laughs> listens to this, but right. like, they all listen to country, and like, at the start, like, I hated it. I did not like country whatsoever, and then I started listening to like, not the twangy stuff, and got into like the sad emotional country songs and they're incredible like a lot of the songwriting is so good so good i wanted to obviously get into like growing up on the reserve and like kind of transitioning out because you're obviously not a, like a native singer like mm -hmm. it's not your your genre 
Um, what was that like for you growing up? Like, uh, did you have inspiration from, did you take any inspiration from that kind of sound or is it just you watch TV, much music, took the inspiration from there? Yeah, for sure. I think it, it definitely had a part to play in like the music that I make today because my dad has a band. He has like an indigenous band um, called Broken Walls and he plays the native wind flute and the powwow drum and all that kind of stuff. And I think it didn't like directly impact like the music that I'm making but it kind of made my love for music in such like a giant variety and so I like put a little bit of jazz in my songs a little bit of pop a little bit of R&B and then like my vocals I love his wind flute because it's so soft and airy and really pretty so I think my vocals are kind of similar to to that kind of sound do you ever run ideas by him yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. And I, I help him write songs, actually. Oh, that's good, then. Yeah. It's a little father-daughter bonding. Yeah. Are you a daddy's girl? Yeah, for sure. I love my mom, too, but I'm definitely a daddy's girl. Yeah, we're mama's boys. It's Yeah. yeah. That's good. Very fair. It's good. Um, so your your dad plays, obviously, a few instruments. Um, and you mentioned, like, you know, you're kind of born into... Um, Music. into music mm -hmm. but that you don't on, you don't do so much on the production side but you did mention the piano do you play the piano or any other instruments or yep yep i just play the piano um enough to write my own songs okay. and just back myself up a little bit but yeah just the piano this is yeah. where george gonna tell you how Lots he plays the drums no i wasn't going to actually <laughs> <laughs> we're on a roll here buddy i try not to be the boy i'm not trying to talk about myself this episode you know <laughs> But I did play the drums. <laughs> I actually played the drums and the clarinet. And I told this story before, Ooh. but the clarinet was dorky as hell. I can't believe I ever played that instrument. <laughs> what? Danielle played too. You played the clarinet too? Yes, Danielle. What did you play growing up in school then? Wait, so you, you went to school on the reserve, right? No. So okay, I went to no. school in Napanee, which is the town right beside the reserve. Elementary and high school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I just did like all the singing solos and in the plays and oh, stuff so like that. Cool like shit. I, yeah, yeah. There's only like one or two <laughs> people that sang, right? Like the 100%. good ones. Were you, uh, did you do like, um, you said in the plays and stuff like that, did you do like performances and all that stuff too? Like in, the, I guess, like more of other arts related um, genres or just all just focused on singing? Yeah, I just focused on singing and then I was like, well, I went to like a private little Christian school my parents sent me to and uh, we had just like Christmas plays and stuff. So I, everybody was acting and everybody was singing. So I wasn't really the star of the show, but uh, <laughs> okay. definitely had a couple singing solos. And uh, I didn't start playing the piano until I got into like high school. My mom taught me because she plays. Yeah. Also, your whole family is, in, is pretty musically. Yeah. Yeah, my talented. mom sings, dad sings. Dad is great at the guitar. Mom's great at the piano. And then... My brothers think they can sing, but <laughs> it's not it's not the prettiest yeah, it's like thing ever. <laughs> no, I know. I saw, so, did I ever tell a story how I tried out for Jesus in our high school musical? No, well, please tell us. Because <laughs> <laughs> you so, had long hair as well. Yeah, and so grade 12. Did you actually? Yeah. Grade, that would have been very Grade 12 rolls around in high school, and I'm like, everybody knows I have zero musical talent. Like, absolutely zero. Like, just you can't even dance on rhythm. Nothing. No, I'm just like I just have none of it. Sing a song right now. Yeah, <laughs> lose yeah. all listeners immediately. Fire, so, fire up Rick's karaoke song. Yeah, we'll show you after, Dory. Yeah. So grade twelve rolls around. I think she should worry. Yeah. Uh, grade twelve rolls around. I got long hair, long hair, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, fairly fit too. So the, the school play. Fairly fit. Pause. What does that have to do? Jesus is shirtless. <laughs> 
Okay, fair. So the school play is. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly fit too. Yeah, the school play is Jesus Christ Superstar, and I I remember seeing the poster for it. It was like a Jesus looking dude, like long hair, shirtless, with like he had the um, the thorn uh, yeah. crown. And I looked at the picture. I was like, "Fucking looks like me." <laughs> I'm going to fucking try out for Jesus. <laughs> Mind you. And I, like, this is my own fault too. I was so naive. Like, I just thought you went up there, they play a song for you and you just sing the song. I didn't know you had to read the notes on the fucking page. <laughs> yeah. So I get up there. They're like, okay, ready? So we're going to play like B minor tempo or I don't know, some like musical gibberish. And here's the, here's the words and there's the notes. So I was like, okay, can you play it first? He's like, what? I was like, I, I want to hear it first so I can like pr- sing it how I hear it. He's like, that's not how it goes. I was like, Oh, it's like, have you ever sang? I was like, no, I'm really bad at it. It's like, why would you try out for Jesus? And I'm like, I don't know, I have long hair and I'm like, pretty fit. <laughs> I look like Jesus. <laughs> the guy's like, do you really want to do this right now? I was like, you can be a guard if you want. So I signed up to be a guard. <laughs> and I was actually supposed to have three lines in the play. And then, long story short, I had another commitment that same weekend. So I bailed on the. Oh, beer, no. Being a guard. A lot of this makes sense now. Ricky will do it. Like, Ricky is down just to do things that he finds like interesting or, or like kind of cool which is like nothing wrong with that I, and everyone should probably should do that like mm-hmm. just, if you think something's cool try like what's the worst that happens but you literally do like anything that just might yeah things might are interesting fun. yeah it might be fun so and i was so mad so i was <laughs> i was supposed to be this guard and there's three of us <laughs> and i was the only one with lines and it turned out that like the camp that like i i was a leader at like our camp in within the school and it fell on the same weekend and I was so mad that I couldn't do it. So I told one of my friends, I was like, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to delay this so that you get the line. My friend, Blake McDonald. Uh, so I was shout like, out. yeah, big <laughs> shout out. so I was like, Oh, oops, sorry. Oh, awkward. So I was like, I'm going to not tell the, the instructor about the, that I can't go. So we'll tell him at the last minute. So you get the lines and like the other two guards don't get the lines. Cause there was one guy that could like was better suited for it. So long story short, I told him like the day before, I was like, hey, not going to make the play. Like I went to the practices and everything. I'm like, I'm not going to make the play. He's like, what are we going to do? I was like, don't worry. I talked to Blake. Blake knows the lines. He's going to crush it. <laughs> Did Blake get the lines? Blake got the lines. Good guy, <laughs> I love that Blake. It's like in high, this is what like, that was like the sneaky plan in high school. Like we got this all mapped out. Yeah, you planned ahead. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what was hilarious. your high school play? Do you guys have high school plays? Obviously. Obviously. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember high school much. I wasn't in any of them. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I did a lot of co-op. So grade like 11 and 12, basically, I just got co-op credits for, for music and never went to school. <laughs> well, how did you co-op for music? Uh, well, I, I signed with Wax when I was in grade 12. <coughs> okay. And I was like, look, like this is what I'm doing. Uh, I did like a little singing show and stuff like that before I signed with Wax. And they were like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do a co-op credit. Just send wow. us send us your demos that you're making and recording and stuff. And oh, he screwed that up. Wow. I sat through great. math class with cosine and sine and all the other lines that we had to calculate the whatever under. Well, I still had to do, obviously, English and something else yeah, the in my grade 12, well, the basics. But How old are you, by the way? I'm 21. Okay, so high school is like three years ago. Yeah, three or give four. Or, give or take. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I know, we were like, we're fairly... Yeah, a lot How older. old are you? 30, 31, 32. 32. Yeah. It was George's birthday this past weekend. That's why. Happy Ooh. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I have a point. Like, it's so funny. Like, I was talking to different people throughout this week, whatever, whatever, just numerous people. And people were like, oh, you know, I saw you did this or whatever or that. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, it was my, like, my birthday. And 
I don't expect people to say like happy birthday, but it's so interesting when people like some people will be like, oh, happy belated birthday. And some will be like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But or you'll be I like I, I did the like recently, I was like with the two people, one asked me next to the person, I said it. One person said, Oh, happy belated birthday. The other person's like, nice. <laughs> It's just, you know, it's, I just find that really interesting. I observed that a lot this last week. And again, I don't care. I don't people to, I, I don't post stuff. Typically, I don't post on my social media and all that. I don't even like to like DM me like, happy birthday. Like, I'm too old for that stuff. But I just found that so interesting. That like, you know what I mean? Like, you're it. around somebody. I feel, like like you, I feel like I would say happy birthday. No, that's, that's what I mean. It's just a common courtesy. Like, oh, like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's his birthday. You're like, hi, birthday. My birthday was a week ago. But <laughs> Good thing I did. It was like the day. <laughs> no, no, no. It was not. Like, not actually, yeah. It's like mental note. Actually, yeah. I'm about to get called out. I wouldn't have brought it up if you, had you not done that. Yeah. But, um, but like, I hope I did not. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> but like, I, I think the first one that happened was like two days after. And I was like, I told somebody. And yeah, anyways, they were like, oh, nice. Like you know, it's still like two days. You can still say happy belated birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I observe things that are probably most people wouldn't give a shit about, but yeah, I found that very interesting. So I'm gonna uh, get back on track here with the, you have a showcase coming up. Yeah, well, we got a little sidetrack there. That's why I'm gonna really I don't really care. Down. My birthday's not important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, May tenth. Yeah, May tenth at um, Supermarket Kensington. There we go. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's my first showcase really back because when I first started releasing music it was like the february right when COVID started so i've never been able to like play any live shows so this is like oh yeah yeah i'm super pumped i'm really excited. do you uh have you played like even like remotely like smaller shows or not showcases like in front of like fairly decent sized crowds before um when i was younger like before i was doing my own songs and like had released them i would just do like little gigs here and there and whatnot but uh yeah this is my first show performing my songs you got the family coming out and everything? Oh, yeah. Basically, the whole res is coming. <laughs> <laughs> all my friends, all my family, they're all booked Airbnbs, and they're all coming up, hanging out. I love out. that. Yeah. Are you excited or nervous? Or I'm really excited. So I was very nervous before, but I've had two rehearsals, and the two guys that are playing with me are like absolutely incredible and if it was tomorrow i'm ready to go like i'm i'm really excited it went well all the rehearsals so. you, did you ever get like stage fright ever get nervous or were you like just feel like you're born to do this um i mean there's always those butterflies right before you go on stage but as soon as i get out there it's like not nervous anymore yeah. you, get, you just get used to it well we've who did we talk to recently that says when they get there it's like you see people but you don't actually see any specific person it's just like no, it's just People. a bunch of heads. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Was it Eric Punzo? Yeah, it was Eric Punzo. So he did a showcase and he was talking about how like when he got out there to set up his music, he had like saw his brother and all his friends like front row and he's like setting up music and they're like chanting his name. So he's got like set up as their chant. Then he walks back off stage to like just walk back on to get ready. Mm -hmm. He says when he was setting up, he could notice every single person there. And then when he came on to actually perform, it was just like a blur. It was just faces. Yeah. No specific people. Yeah. For sure. And like the, the lights go dark and it's just like you can barely see anything, especially if it's spotlight on you. You can't see anything in the crowd. And it's, it's kind of nice because then if you're making eye contact with somebody and you're like singing to them and it's kind of awkward. But really, I would love to get serenaded one day. You'd be at a concert. <laughs> Dua Lipa's just going to lock eyes with me. And Have I you seen those like, TikToks of like Doja Cat like staring into people's souls no, while haven't. she's on singing? Yeah, it's. That's like what I'm going to do Cat. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh look! Walk, look at them. Yeah, I was like, "What do you mean?" I thought you were going to the game today, and then I just sorry, that forget me. 
<laughs> you guys keep going. Go ahead. I'm still thinking about that person that didn't say happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> like this episode is about George's birthday and uh, how no, you no, didn't no. say happy birthday. Every single person message him now. No, no, no. Don't do that. Um, What's well, uh, I love asking people this question. What's your dream venue to play at? Oh, I would love to play at the Scotiabank Arena just because, like, I grew up around here and, you know, it's where I saw a bunch of artists when I was younger. And so... That's definitely That's fair. I'd also love to play the Grammys, but But what? Yeah, no one's ever said the Grammys. That's a good one. That's actually. for sure my my biggest dream would be to sing at the Grammys. So if you're singing at the Grammys, there's a good chance you're kinda nominated too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a bonus. Exactly. <laughs> Do you I'm assuming then you still watch the Grammys and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen like clips and stuff from this past one. I didn't uh get to see the whole thing because my parents don't have cable anymore but yeah. <laughs> like a lot of i love watching just all the grammys performances it's so so fun. It's like the grammys in 30 minutes just the performances yeah honestly. Do, you watch your, do you watch your grammys i used to really love them i used to love it and then just like covid changed so much for me where it's like after like they did these like kind of partial grammys where it's like select few people only the nominees were there and everyone's wearing masks in the crowd i don't know i just I got away from it. This year, I, I watched the performances afterwards. Like, mm -hmm. Love live music. So, um, I don't know why I said that. That has nothing to do with watching the Grammys. <laughs> no, I know why I said that. Um, don't worry, but I do that all the time. Yeah. So I, yeah, I did the same thing as you. I just watched the performances. Same with like Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. I love the performances for that. Like I think, mm -hmm. you know, one of I used to say this all the time. If I could be any person at any given point in time. Justin Timberlake at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show in like 2010 was one of my answers. <laughs> you are arguably the most popular singer in the world, performing the most popular song in the world on arguably the most beautiful stage in the world. Yeah. Uh, and he said, and then I changed my answer to Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Golden really interesting that you could pick so many things to be like, so you could be so, if you could be any person, any point in time, like you'd be like, what's a, yours? Like you could be the person that, it was Neil Armstrong, first man on the moon. You could be the guy with Einstein when he invented electricity or anything. You chose yeah. th to do that. JT. That is just the most Ricky answer ever. What's yours? And then to you too. If I could be any <clears throat> if person. you could be any one person at any one point Neil, in time. Neil, oh, for sure, first man on the moon. Yeah? Yeah, you're the first person to step on a planet. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, the latter you say, okay, like go back to like, what, Adam and Eve and see if you would have to be the first person in the history of anything with nothing that exists. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's I, yeah, weird. I think I'd be the first. Yeah. Neil Armstrong? Yeah. Okay. I or the guy on the grassy knoll. Let's see who's Jack Kennedy. Wait, what? Oh. No, I'm kidding. I don't care about that at all. I just try to be stupid. There's not like a, a moment <laughs> for me, but like I would love to be Nat King Cole. <laughs> who? Sorry. Nat King Cole. He's a blues singer? No. Yeah, he's a he's like a jazz singer, an old jazz, jazz yeah. singer. Yeah. Nat yeah, King Cole. I love him. Jazz. Wow, that's a cool answer. Yeah, you think? I think yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one, right? Like, that's definitely a unique. I never answer. got that. Like, he doesn't even know who Nat King Cole is. I mean, yeah. So. Frank Sinatra too. Like, they're just so cool, and I love, like, when you when you look at their performances, there's no auto tune, there's no nothing. It's just pure talent, and their voices are insane. I don't know if you guys like jazz. But yeah, I actually I listen to jazz pretty often. Like most more, not most mornings, but I would say at least like once twice a week in the morning like my girlfriend and i would get up like get her, get her day started and like just kind of chill what whatever if we're like meditate journal read whatever like usually start our mornings nice and easy but we'll put jazz on mm -hmm. 
Jazz, sometimes classical, but more jazz. Yeah, every um, Christmas, my mom has this old CD player, and she has the Nat King Cole Christmas album, and it's just playing all Christmas Day oh, over yeah? and over, and I think that's that's a big part of why yeah. I Yeah, like old jazz. Sense, yeah. Old jazz is probably my favorite. Like old jazz, stuff with a lot of trumpets in it and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so cool. Very cool. That actually was, while you were talking, you brought up Frank Sinatra. It made me think, and like, made me think about... I, I, like, I like going to concerts, like not near as much as Rick does. Like Rick's for a guy with no musical skill, like biggest musical <laughs> fan I know. You would think I would have picked up on like even a tiniest bit of like something. Yeah. Nope. Still nope. Um, but one thing for me is that I like, I consider myself pretty nostalgic and like I look always look back into like eras and like, wow, it would have been so cool to have done this or seen that. And with the question you asked about if you could be a person any time, like one thing that I would... Um, one thing that got me thinking of is like, what performance would I have liked to go back and see? Or like, maybe not one specific one, but one artist. And like, I would have loved to be well, able to great go back question. to, yeah, I'm going to ask you guys next, <clears throat> is I wish I could go back to like, see Sinatra play in like, like a dive bar in like New York City or Las Vegas. Or like maybe not a dive bar, but like a smoky room with like banquettes, whatever. Mm. Everyone's smoking cigarettes inside. Yes. Having a scotch. Like yeah. see Sinatra. Yeah. Or like totally. Nat King Cole or something like that. I think would be, but specifically, I'm going to stick with Sinatra. Even though I don't list, know all his music off by heart, just mm-hmm. like the that vibe of what was the 60s, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, right? 60s, like 70s. Yeah. 60s, like either in old Vegas or old LA or something like that, I think mm-hmm. would be, if I could transport now to some point in time, I think that's what I would do. So I like, completely agree. Now, my question so, to you, what, where would you, if you could go see one performance or a time period, keep it general, well, whatever, what would you so do? So there's that answer for me, but also something that I always watched on YouTube growing up was when Whitney Houston did the anthem at the Super Bowl. It was like... Oh, another very interesting Was it the Super Bowl? I don't know if it was the Super Bowl, but she sang the national anthem and it was like the most incredible thing Which one was it? That's a good answer. It's a very random answer. Like you went from like... (laughs) You went from a person like like old jazz to like a sports reference. I'm not saying this in a... Like I'm not trying to be like... uh, generalizing what you like but like somebody doesn't often go from that space to that space that's a very broad like answer it's very cool yeah thank you uh i love whitney houston she's very talented yeah Yeah. 91 91. oh so you wouldn't even have been born then no that's (laughs) i'm a 2000 yeah i mean i always always watch youtube videos of like uh, Whitney Houston, Christina Aguilera, like all those. I want to ask you the follow-up question, but I want to just stay on that point. Do you like? Do you look back at performances from like before your time to get inspiration, or just even for like just, just for, for enjoyment? Just for enjoyment, yeah, yeah. I just they're in they're so incredible, and her voice, I just can't. It's so good. So I just enjoy just going back and watching them all. Yeah, very cool. Especially but, if I'm like watching a hockey game or something and then I, I hear the national anthem, then I go back. And I'm like, oh, remember this one? Remember this one? Remember? Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. We're like oh, Beyonce. I, she killed it. Yeah. But like the anthem of all songs. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it was that's, a big moment. The, the American anthem is like just moving. <laughs> I, I listen to it. <laughs> no, I'm only laughing because I knew he was going to say that because Rick gets so fired up by the American so anthem. So I'm, I'm the guy that's so a Leaf fan. Yeah. Uh, so I go to Leaf game and like during the American anthem, especially because uh, Martina, the singer at the Leaf game, I believe she's so unbelievably talented. Yeah, she is. Um, sure. When I yeah, hear her I sing, saw 
pause. I saw Ricky fangirl Martina once. I had a leaf skin the first time he met her. He walked in and was like, Martina, you're incredible. Uh, oh my, can I get a picture with I have the picture on I my love phone. That. I Rick. love Martina. Anyways. And I don't he, get starstruck often. It's no. just like people that like, I'm like, I watch this like, essentially like teenage girl go from like, she's been doing it for what, seven years now? Long, eight years? Yeah, a long time. So she was a kid. She, I think she was like 15 when she started like, she, and every single she didn't even have braces before game. she started. Now she's like past the braces point. Yeah. Right? You know, like <laughs> yeah. she's just unbelievable. And I remember we met her. I was like, Martina, I'm like a big fan. So funny. I love the way you sing the anthem. <laughs> <laughs> you sing the American anthem. <laughs> yeah. The American anthem is again, the Canadian anthem's cool. And like I'm the guy I'm the guy that'll yell the random like, woo, like yeah. at the quiet parts. But the American anthem, I just stand there and I'm just like, I feel like I was in the war. Like the American anthem is the best <laughs> anthem in the world. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a good like, answer. It is just, it's yeah. like, it encapsulates what America is. It, like, yeah. yeah. Makes, you I, run, makes you want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, it <laughs> honestly fires me up. But um, I want to ask you the question about where would you teleport? Like, where would you to tra- go to right one now? One performance, I would probably, so I'd want to see MJ. I never saw MJ. Yeah, um, that would be. I think he would, and I, and I loved his music too, just you know he stopped performing when i really got into concerts but mm-hmm. i think he'd be really cool or the uh the live aids concert i just feel like oh, that like yeah you know prince that point in time like i just was one of those kind of performances i'd love to see queen no sorry queen not prince yeah um i feel like that one would have been a cool one yeah totally um like i as we were talking about i thought about mj super bowl performance i don't like super bowl performances sometimes because it's too much about the show and it's like, mm-hmm. let's jam in as much as we can in 15 minutes and make it amazing where it's like, you don't fully get to actually see the artist. Yeah. You know, like even this this year's show, you had like what, six artists? And it's like, was, everyone does their like two, three, four minutes, five minutes, like 50 cent did like 30 seconds a minute. Yeah. And all you remember is him upside down looking like dollar fifty, right? Like, what? yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like, it's like jam packed entertainment and i get that i'd rather see like a full concert yeah each individual artist for a full yeah what did you think about the did you watch (laughs) super bowl halftime show this year yeah i did what'd you think about it i thought it was great yeah yeah i mean i wasn't like insanely excited about any of the artists like they're not like my absolute favorites but i mean i liked it i always love watching them what'd you think about the national anthems um, I honestly don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I might well, have. She's like, an anthem person. You don't yeah, know. <laughs> I think I just like turned it on for the for the halftime show. I, didn't I thought it was pretty that. good. The halftime show, like I, I, yeah, I thought it was really good. But the thing is, too, I also really like last year's with the weekend, and I remember people saying like, uh, yeah, everybody hated it. Why, I George? I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I loved the I weekend. It was like, really because cool. again, it was 15 minutes, and it was the weekend, and it was like him start to finish. You heard like five songs. He had the biggest song in the world at the time. Um blinding lights so it's like i know to me that was cool like he spent like a million dollars or a million 1.5 million dollars of his own money to that set was up the a stage big and, show yeah and he had yeah, that's like, why it was like a big he was on the floor in the yeah, field it was like crazy mm-hmm. i thought it was good I, and from everybody what I hated on him like I, people go back and talk about madonna i remember madonna was like a like culturally successful halftime show and i fucking hated it because she lip sang the whole time and it was mm. so like it was so obvious. I know most of them do lip sync just because like you're dancing, you're singing, you're yeah. moving around and you have to. I get that, but it's like, yo, like, okay, Madonna looked good. She's 60 or whatever. So that's why people are going crazy. But it's like, yo, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Adele used to just stand on the stage. Literally, Adele's one of my favorite is my favorite show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't move or she didn't at the time. She just that's sways side I to want. side. I just and it was like, so amazing. I just want to wear a beautiful gown, have my spotlight, and have it be about my voice, you know, and I just want to serenade the audience and 
Yeah. Have um, you ever seen Justin Bieber perform? I have. Yeah, I saw him in uh, Ottawa. He was great. I liked him. Okay. You didn't? Yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, so I, I love I Justin. Like you brought, yeah, I feel like you have an opinion about well, No, this. it's just because so it kind of plays on this, touch, this topic with like Madonna, how she likes singing and dancing, and it's about a show. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber is arguably one of the greatest talents of our generation. Like, yeah. There's no denying that. He's an unbelievably talented singer, songwriter, producer, everything, you name it, he, mm-hmm. he does it. He can sing, he can dance, he can probably freaking act if he really wanted to. He's got it all. Mm-hmm. I've seen him perform probably about five or six times now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And every single time, may, and maybe it's just because I'm expecting so much out of him because he is arguably the biggest talent of our generation, that I'm expecting so much out of him that I always walk out feeling disappointed. I'm like, I've, I never walked out thinking that was 100% worth my time, effort, energy, money, everything. Yeah. I didn't feel that he gave to me what the crowd was giving to him almost. And like, you know, you see some performers that come and like rappers are some of the best because you see it's either they want to be there or they don't. Yeah. And some of them, like they give it 110% every single night. And it's, it's very obvious with rappers. Like yeah. some you can tell are just like, you know, messed up on like whatever they're messed <laughs> up on. Yeah. And they're just like, they're just going through the motions. And other ones like uh, Drake is the best. Example. Drake comes to Toronto and you feel that mm. he's having the best performance of his I'd life. I'd like to see that. Right. For because, sure. And it's, maybe he is because it's Toronto, but you, you feel that from mm-hmm. him. When I saw Justin Bieber too, I, I've only seen him once, um, like recently it was, well, not recently, really. It was like 2016 maybe. And that's when he was kind of going through it pretty bad. And with what it was a Lyme disease and shit too. Yeah, and, and I think he had Lyme disease. I think so, didn't he? What? He had a disease that started with an L, I think. That's interesting. Sorry, continue your point there while she looks the disease um, really awkward. But you could just tell he was like so sad. And I, I kinda know what you mean about just feeling like kinda hmm after yeah, the show. It's it's a shame because again, I maybe I'm the wrong one because everybody seemed to think it was the best concert in the world. His voice. Yeah. Again, he could, you could play his radio. So you can just play the radio with the performance in the background. It's automatically a five out of a 10. He doesn't even need to do anything it's just because his music's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. The show was amazing, but you want, you're there for him. You're mm-hmm. not there for the show. You're there for him. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't feel it. Danielle, did he have Lyme disease? He that's, did, right? That's crazy. Oh, he does. Yeah. You don't get rid of it. Well, okay. Um, you, I think I know someone that got, sorry, on the, I think you can get rid of it. I think I saw, I know someone, don't know him personally through social media that like, that from, actually, beat it? Think, yeah, I think, no. What? That beat Lyme disease. I think so, yeah. Oh, cool. But anyways, I, I didn't know beat red Lyme disease. That's crazy. Yeah, because I remember that was the big thing about his like controversy and why he was like, he canceled shows and like his skin got really bad and like he, oh, I did not he looked know like this. he was like on drugs and stuff and that he came out publicly and was like yeah I'm not an alcoholic I'm not a drug abuser I'm you know I have Lyme disease and that's why I lost all this weight and I look like shit mm-hmm. I th- in other words I, th- I thought what oh I thought you're not in your head you say yeah but yeah I thought, I thought though sorry just to stick on the beaver thing I thought he did he he did have problems with all that stuff too the before because that's when he went to that, that church in New York where he found Jesus or whatever and he yeah. 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 Probably a little mix of yeah. Both. Probably yeah. Because everybody yeah, goes sorry. through it when they're a teenager. Because he did have a he did have a substance abuse problem. Yeah. Like he went to that. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? The church. That church where those guys dressed like they're like 16 years old, which is yeah. really interesting in and of itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can talk about that all day. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, who's your? Uh, dream? I can tell you my opinions <laughs> on that. Never mind my birthday. <laughs> dream artist to work with and then perform with. 
And then, George, same question to you, too. If isn't, you were, isn't that the same question? Similar? No. So Perform I, with her and work with her different, right? I love my sad ballads, as we've discussed like <laughs> 10 times already. Um, Louis Capaldi is like, I would love to work with him. I love also the kid Leroy. Um, he's more recent, but like I love how emotional he is in his all his songs. I'd also love, obviously, Nat King Cole. Can't do that now, but... Uh, Nat King Cole passed? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a long time ago, I think. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I'm all laughing at you. I just like, yeah, it's... Also, Bruno Mars, though. Bruno Mars oh, is... Oh, yeah. I want to see him in concert so bad. I want to see the 24 carat He's show. good. He's short. Yeah, very short. Yeah. That's okay. And I didn't <laughs> know this. He also got busted for, for substance. <laughs> yeah, Speaking yeah. of substance abuse. <laughs> I, uh, I read an article that he doesn't... All of his performers that are on stage with him have to be under certain height requirements so they don't make him look shorter than he actually really? is. Really? He's like 5'5". Five, five, yeah, he's like, yeah, something, he's like really small. He's really short. Yeah. And his he, name is like Peter Jean Hernandez, I think. Is it? Bruno I know Mars is a pretty cool name. <laughs> from the, right? Amazing. Yeah, I wonder how like, he came up with it. Yeah, I wonder actually. Oh, um, you sounded like that was like you were about to tell us. Yeah. You said <laughs> no, that so like, yeah. I, I wonder no how he came up Well, actually. Um, like, Bruno Mars, I actually used to never like his music. And then I started liking him. Uh, I liked this song when it came out with um, Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's, what's that Manson. song? Manson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Twenty-four yeah, karat yeah, magic. Yeah. Ooh, 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 Never ooh. atmosphere. That one. Yeah. What's what's that called? I don't know. I don't want to say. I can sing it. I can sing it. I just don't want to. I'm not good. But the point is, is that um, I started liking him when that album came out because he performed it on Saturday night, Saturday Night Live. Um, at the time, like that round, that stretch of time, like I was I've always been a fan of Saturday Night Live. But that time, I was watching a lot, and they brought a lot of good musical guests, musical acts on that I was otherwise not like uh, not a fan of. I guess I just didn't really pay attention to them. Bruno Mars is one of them. Um, there was someone else at the time, and I, it's it's slipping my mind now. But um, he was so sick watching him perform it live. I was like, oh, this is really catchy. Like, he's a really good performer. Like he's yeah. a bit of a showman too. Yeah, but it's sure. not. I think as like it's not as big. It's not like dancing across the stage. It's more like. You know what I mean? Like yeah, little yeah. shuffle. Cool little moves, like a little yeah. maybe a little Smooth. moonwalk. Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah, and I saw that. I'm like, wow, he's like, this is a pretty good performer. And I since then I've re- I really like his music. Um there was another point about this. Oh, so Saturday Night Live, I think for me, I don't know what it is, but when I watch the show and I see people perform, I could not care about your music. And like watching them perform there, I'll be like, oh, now I like them. Like it's mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the magic of like no thinking like, oh, it's New York City, it's kinda cool. Yeah. Um the stage now, is cool too. The though. stage is kind of cool. Condensed, like, yeah. Yeah. So like I see, I'll see acts that I otherwise would never have found. And I remember the other one that I was thinking of now. Greta, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Greta Van Fleet. I saw perform there and I thought. Um, you watched. I, sorry, I watched. Yes, I watched <laughs> them perform. On Saturday Night Live, probably never would have ever searched their music for any other reason. And they're very like the lead singer, like is very odd. But his performance there was like so cool. Like, and I was like, watch, I was like, oh, this guy's amazing. His voice is crazy. Crazy. My boyfriend listens to them. He he likes them. They are, I think they're so cool. Three brothers, they all look identical. Two of them are twins. Um, Anyways, I watched them on the show. I was like, oh, these guys are so talented. This is so cool. Mm -hmm. And they sound like old rock, which I'm not like, I don't hate, don't love. I'm just, whatever. I don't, like, it's it's, uh, respect for what it is. But then I saw them, and now I can't stop listening to their music. And this is like now a few years. And then we happened to see them at uh, Austin City Limits end of last year. Um, 
they are so cool. But yeah, it's just weird that like Saturday Night Live for me when I see to go circle the point back when I see someone perform on that stage, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just have a good knack for curating the right artist at the right time when they're like you know popping off, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also think it's like that sense of it's almost like that validation. You know, like that's that stage where it's people are just boom, they're about to hit that yeah. Blow up because like I remember seeing Mumford on it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, right yeah. Before I think it was right before the Grammys. So again, I don't like folk music. Normally, I don't like folk music, but I remember seeing them, and I didn't listen to it. Right, I was just like cool flipping through, and I remember seeing these, heard of these guys, and then I watched the Grammys a couple months later, and like Mumford cleaned up at the Grammys. Like, yeah, they won a whole bunch of awards and got nominated. So the next day, I like I'm like, hey, who the fuck are these Mumford and Sons people? I listened to them, like, oh my god, I fucking love these people. And then I kind of play. So it's like maybe it's like that perfect. Maybe Saturday Night Live has that knack for finding people at that perfect moment. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. before they, yeah, okay, obviously once they get superstars on too, but maybe like they're the best at finding undiscovered, not undiscovered talent, but yeah, like talent right at before that peak, they yeah, pop off. Right yeah. at that pop moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, And maybe they also help artists hit that pop moment too because yeah, starting a lot sure. is fucking massive. Sure. Well, it, it's true. And, and Mumford, I remember because I think that's the first time I saw them and that's another band that I, I liked because of the show because I think that was when they, um, you know how, how um, Marcus Mumford plays the one foot kick drum? There's no drummer in the band. He just hits the drum. I think... That was on the, on Saturday Night Live where he had like a bass drum at his foot and he was playing it while guitaring. And I was like, this is so bizarre. Like, he doesn't have a drummer. He's just shit. kicking it. He's hitting a kick drum. I was like, who are these guys? <laughs> and after that, I was like, these guys are unbelievable. <laughs> so I think, yeah, Saturday Night Live also to the point of like being New York City is like the wonderment of it. It's like, even though it's like you're on a stage, on a sound stage, not like you're not in the city, it almost makes you like feel like you're in New York. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's, it's very special. intimate. It's cool. That's another aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, George, did you answer my question? About if you were an art, if you were a musician, let's say you were a famous drummer or something. I don't know. Uh, no, famous I'm- clarinet player. <laughs> who would you want to? Who would you want to perform with? And who would you want to work <laughs> famous with? Famous clarinet player. <laughs> That's just. Um, who would I want to work with? Who would you want to work with on a song, on a track, and then who would you want to be on stage performing with? Um. Oh, who frig. has clarinet solos in their uh, song? Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I'd want to work with Gary Clark Jr. and I want to be on stage with Greta Van Fleet. Okay, because I the, the only time that I could like because when I see Greta Van Fleet on stage, they wear like the they they dress very seventies ish, but also hippie ish, and I could never pull that shit off. But I would dress like them on stage. They're all skinny like dudes and like things. I would like the fat guy dressed like them, like in that like crazy like flannelly stuff or whatever tight like bell bottom pants. And I'm like, for one day I'd be cool and then I'd never do it again. But yeah, Greta Van Fleet on stage. That's a good one. Yeah. How about you? Um on stage I'd want to do someone hype like Drake. You know, Drake would just be hyped to be on stage with. Like I feel like he just mm-hmm. commands the room and he's just he could put a stage in the middle of the, the thing that's hanging off four things and run around. Um, to work with, I'd probably say like Kanye. I feel like Kanye would be like crazy to be in the like studio with. It'd be yeah, crazy in general probably. to be with. Man, yeah. Crazy. I just feel like I'd be like Kanye would just boom, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That'd be my two. Cool. But won't ever happen for me because I have literally <laughs> zero musical talent. I couldn't even I could if, even if I had all the money in the world, I don't even think I could get in a room to make No, music. it would hurt their reputation too yeah. much. They'd be yeah. like, no, I can't, I can't, this, no. Or maybe I just like put my name at the end, like executive producer. Yeah, yeah you could buy an EP. 
I can do that. Um, <laughs> if we fight with the lotto or something. Let's pivot back. <laughs> yeah, let's pivot back. Let's bring it back for the third what, time. What did it feel like when you got signed to Wax when you were, eight, you were what, 18? Uh, 17, wow. I think. Yeah, it, it was awesome. I mean, Derek, Virginia to Vegas. You guys know him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, I did a cover of one of his songs and tagged him on Instagram and he was like, whoa, like I want to set up a meeting with you Wait, with that's my how label. Started? Yeah, yeah. And then I just went in and sang a song and That's yeah. cool. They were like, yeah. Does that feel good this. like Bieber moment? You know what I mean? Like yeah. put music on YouTube and. It was so cool that it was Derek that, and I'm the only <laughs> artist that he ever A&R'd or whatever. What, <laughs> is, what, does, that, to what does that mean A&R'd? You like sign artists. I don't know. You find the talent and then bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> I could be way off. Our, our, um, We're all staring at Kate. I always hear it in the music world and I've never asked. I always feel like I'm going to be a dummy by asking this question, but. So that means like when you like endorse someone, I guess. Got you. Okay. Okay. I didn't know what that. Yeah. Yeah. So Derek was saying like he's an A and R for Wax Records, and I was the only one he ever like found. So okay. Okay. So there's like a scout talent identifier, talent scout kind of thing. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I never knew that. Got you. Kind of take him under your wing, like a mentor. Okay. Okay. Got it. Sorry. Yeah, he's like a big brother. Yeah. yeah, I love him. He's very sweet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it might like, and we again, we did this the other day because we had a, a teenager on um, Asia who's, you know, got she's kind of doing a lot of things and she's still in high school. I think she's in grade twelve. What was it like being in high school, getting signed? Like, is this like were your friends talking about it? Was it like a cool thing, or were you kind of yeah. shy about it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, only like my my close friends really knew, but yeah, it was just really surreal. I couldn't really believe it. So when you're cl- you didn't you didn't share it like you weren't like like when you, or when you first got signed like you didn't like try to keep it Print up for a bit posters or, like, just- and put it all over the school. No, no, definitely not. Well, I was everyone. doing like all my. <laughs> I would have told the world if I had got signed. A- I was doing I could- all my like co-op credits too, so I wasn't even around oh, yeah. that much. I was just like fully going in and like driving to Toronto and Montreal and working with producers and just writing a ton of music for a couple years until I released stuff. What's that? What's the part that you love most about it? The writing, for sure. And singing, just singing and recording. I love being in the studio um, because my dad has a studio in our basement um, and he's like a big sound guy and he knows all, he has all the great stuff, all the good mics and everything. And so I grew up um, recording YouTube covers and posting them and so yeah, the studio's always just been like a second home to me, I guess. And so when I started working with writers and everybody in 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 the city and I felt kind of like, wow, I feel like such a little girl in the big city because I'm like such a small town person and then I felt at home when I was like in the booth. So Okay, so now on the flip side, what's the part you like the least? Just I guess all the business stuff. For sure, you, like you just don't like, don't like it, or just don't care. Like you, I just like want to make my music and sing it and have fun. So you just don't care about it. You just don't have to deal with it, kind of. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> what about like touring? Do you, is that a part you're like really excited to start doing? Oh yeah, for sure. I'd love to open for anybody. Really, I just want to go perform. So, what does the next little bit entail for you? Like, what is the ne- like now that you know performance are coming back, all that sort of stuff? Like, what is the next? let's say 12 months look like for you is it 
just like gonna continue writing a ton of songs i'm gonna release a bunch and hopefully find somebody to open for i know we're we're looking so who's your dream person to open for right now lewis <laughs> yes, a diehard Lewis fan. I love eh? him so much. He's such a cutie too. He's so like funny, and I saw him right before COVID in Toronto, and he was just like, his voice is just as incredible as it is in the recordings. That's it's, those are the some of the best performers. Was like, it literally. I'm like, are they lip syncing? Because it sounds so perfect. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't tell. Like, either they're doing an amazing job yeah. or. Th- that's just how they actually sound. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. No, it's insane. And he he hits all those super high, intense, belting notes. And I'm like, how does he do this every night? It's crazy. But no, he was awesome. I'd love to see him again. And I would love to open for him. That would... If you could have it anyway, like, would you tour 365 days a year? No, probably not. I wouldn't. Um, I love my dogs and, you know having a little bit of me time but i want to get out there for a while <laughs> what kind of dogs you have i have a pit bull and i have a little maltese yorkie rescue so complete opposites yeah complete opposites but the maltese yorkie lily she's like my family dog and then my boyfriend and i got a pit bull she's a year old now so yeah definitely complete what's opposites. the pitbull's name lila Aww. yeah lily is for lily of the valley because i love the smell of those and then lila is for lilacs <laughs> Okay. There's a really, well, I guess kind of related, but kind of random. On my in my condo, there's um, there's a guy on my floor who has two dogs, and he has one that's a rescue, and it's a it doesn't it looks like a pit bull, but it looks like a mix or something. He doesn't know what it is. It's like mm-hmm. he thinks it's a pit bull with a beagle or something. I think it is the cutest, nicest dog I have ever met in my life. It is so like, it just stares at you like it looks mm-hmm. like it. It sits like it, we'll get in the elevator, and I look down and it's just looking at me with these eyes. And I'm and like, wagging, yeah, just like well, sometimes it'll just sit like just perfectly still. Other times it will like it'll move like it'll wag its tail, <laughs> or like he'll like it'll, like he'll say like um, what's it, what's the dog's name? I can't remember now, but it is. I, I'm not joking. I asked because like I have um, I had a dog. It's a long story. Won't go into it. Um, <laughs> we still have it in the family, but I don't own it anymore. My sister does. I I. Probably wouldn't get another dog at the place I am in my life because, like, just busy with work and life. Mm-hmm. But at, if that dog had a sister or brother that I could find, I would buy that dog. It is the nicest dog I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So, anyways, fun fact: if you're looking for a nice dog, from what I can tell, it's a Beagle something, Beagle Pitbull, <laughs> the best dog I've ever seen. That's my story about Beagles and Pitbulls. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine is like <laughs> super like duper high energy which like they all are pretty much, but she's literally the sweetest dog ever. Like all she wants to do is be around humans and other dogs. And she's always wagging her tail, which my Lily, the Maltese, she never wags her tail ever. And like Lila's just walking around. It's constantly hitting things and knocking things over, but I love it. It's so cute. uh, My brother's got two dogs. One's a Doberman and it's about a year, maybe a year and a half. And it's one of the most well-behaved dogs Mm -hmm. I've met. And then the other dog is this little, like a, um, it's not a toy a poodle. A little shit. It's like a little no. toy poodle. Or it's like Shih a little tzu? mini poodle. <laughs> it's not, a mini poodle or something. But this thing poodle. just like 
barks and runs and just doesn't listen. Ugh, I don't like yapping. John, if you're dog. listening, man, you guys gotta get Cooper better trained, man. Like it just I stares at you and barks. Yeah, like Nala is the yeah. big Doberman is like the coolest dog in the world. Scary, I like that name. But nice. Nala. Yeah, Nala. Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's massive. Like this thing's like big. Mm-hmm. It, like it's powerful. Like jumps. Its paws are like my hand. Yeah, I didn't know well, this. It, but, but sorry, it's weird because it's it's big, but not like massive big. Like not like a. Not, not like not a thick, like not like a husky big, like thick, yeah. but it's like medium, almost large. But its paws are like disproportionately large to its body. Yeah, if it jumps on you, like it feels like it can push you over. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this. I was I was holding the leash or something, maybe like a month ago, and someone's like, "Just be careful, because if it runs, it can like pull out your shoulder." Yeah, and I was like, "Actually, like yeah, a dog that size and that strength, if you're not paying attention and it decides to run, like you're, it can literally dislocate your shoulder." Well, yeah, I have kind of a story like that. <clears throat> Mine's only sixty pounds, so she's like a small. Isn't sixty pounds big? Well, not for a, for a pit bull. For her mom was seventy pounds and her dad's one hundred and twenty pounds. <gasps> and I was like, I really don't want her to get that big. And so she's thirteen months now, and she's been sixty pounds for like four months or you something. You got her on a diet or something? No, <laughs> she gets lots of treats. But um, yeah, she decided like a few months ago that she wanted to jump in the ditch on the side of the road, and I just wasn't paying attention. And it was like snowy and everything, and I thought the snow. I thought the ditch like didn't go down, but uh, I like fell right into the ditch and she like twisted my shoulder. It was a whole big thing on the side of the road. And the problem is like when that happens, you're just like, you want to get mad, but you can't because it's like a dog. Like you can't get mad at the dog for wanting to run around and play. And sniff things. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck here I am with my shoulder dislocated I'm borderline crying like I'm still two kilometers away from my house because a stupid dog wants to just run around yeah. all day like yeah but she's she's better now though on the leash we got yeah. the the no pull leash where you hook it in the front so if she tries to pull just lifts her front paws up oh I never knew that yeah. th- mm-hmm. I didn't know that's actually smart yeah my brother got the um the collar that like zaps the dog when they bark for Cooper yeah Thank so God. The problem is, it's like sometimes, like they when they bring it to like my parents' house when I see them, sometimes they don't bring the leash or like or the collar, or like it's not charged or something. I'm like, mm. I'm like, okay, let's pull the collar. Like, let's get the collar <laughs> on the guy. It? Yeah. Honestly, I feel bad. Like my um, my family, we have oh, three dogs. My sister has a dog, a toy poodle. My parents now have a mini doodle, golden doodle, mini golden doodle. My dad's got my. They're uh, cute. My brother's got a husky. My parents' dog is really cute. The mini doodle. Mm-hmm. They used to. Um, met the mini doodle. Um, Melly, no. Oh, uh, Melly. Melly, yeah. yeah. So my parents have another. We had another dog. Our first dog we had was a, was a black um, labradoodle, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like a medium sized dog, probably like Nala size, but not as like strong. Yeah. Like Nala's more Definitely thick. Not strong. But uh, the dog we used to have, the, the labradoodle, Ellie. Was one of the my dad always says this and um, was probably the most well behaved dog like ever. Just was hyper as a puppy, but always just like knew like she would when my dad was at the table or my like my mom like she would just sit there and watch them eat like just very like calm wouldn't bark like crazy. I mean she'd go like crazy at the door when someone came up, but yeah, as dogs that's do. That's the thing. But she was like she was good. Like she would get on the couch if you were watching TV, she'd just sit next to you, wouldn't like bother you. Mm-hmm. Um, just very very smart. Very smart dog. Now we have my parents. Um, Ellie was put. Ellie was put down. She was like had like a bunch of problems. She was maybe like I don't know in human years fourteen, fifteen. I don't even know. Um, my mom, like recently retired, was like bought a home, wanted another dog, and mm-hmm. and uh, so got um, 
Melly, who is a like a essentially a smaller golden version of of Ellie, mm-hmm. but she's got a ton of energy. Yeah, and she's a super cute dog, like very, very, very cute, and still very well behaved. But like, it's now back in the puppy phase, so it's insanely hyper. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't all live at home, so when we all get together now for family dinners once a week, like you know, there's always people in the house. So then Melly gets more excited because I see more people, and the other dogs come over, so it gets even more excited. And I walk in, there's days where it's like, you're, you know, those days are so drained and you see the dog and you just, you like, you look at her and she's so cute and you want to rub her a little bit, but then because she's so excited to see you, she just doesn't stop the whole night. It's like, man, you, you want to just, <laughs> just, like, just please chill for like one minute. Yeah. But the dogs don't, you know, they can't, and you're not going to yell at them. You're not like, Hey, like, shut up dog. It's just mean. It's just a dog being a dog. <laughs> but it's like, you can't just chill out for one sec for one. Yeah. And they'll sit and look at you. Not being me, they're just, just barking. wait, wagging their tail. Oh yeah, or they'll bark because if you don't look at them, and it's like, hey, come on, come down, and they just keep going. Yeah, that's the only reason I love dogs. That's the only reason I won't get a dog now is because I know there's days where I come home and I'm like, I don't have time for this right now. I can't do this. Just get out. one of the sleepy breeds. But see, the thing is too, I like the hyper dog. I like 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 Nala, Nala. <laughs> like I love big dogs, active dogs, hyper ones. Like they're nice. Give the dog the bigger the shit. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'll never have a big yeah. dog. Yeah, but uh, that's true. And also, how living in a dog? condo, living in a condo with a big dog would be tough. Like your uh, your mm-hmm. brother and uh, and Virgie have a place, so that's that's nice. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, love Melly, like love the dog, but man, they're a handful. Like their dogs are a handful. Yeah, it's like, not like a cat where you can just leave it for however yeah, many days. Oh, cats you can leave for like days as long as they have food. They'll yeah. they'll figure it out. Yeah, jump on shit. Nah, cats ain't for me. I can't do it. <laughs> I used to have one back in the day. Did not you? me and my family, but yeah, we do. I feel like, like every family had a cat at some point. Not mine, because... Uh, did you have a cat? My, my yeah. mom's allergic. Like smoky. Your mom's allergic to cats, so you never had yeah. them? Yeah. Allergic to just cats or... Like- well, cats and dogs. Uh, and then we got Lily, because she has hair, not fur. She's like hypoallergenic or yeah. whatever. Um, so we rescued her, and then I, me and my boyfriend just got the pit bull, and she's been fine with it, so... <laughs> <laughs> she nice. didn't die. She, <laughs> she didn't die. She doesn't, she doesn't she get hides she, anymore. She's still around, so. Yeah. <laughs> So she stopped coming by it's weird i don't yeah. know <laughs> you had a cat we had a, my brother well it was my brother's cat my brother had a cat when we were That's eight sad. years old when he was eight i was maybe six his name was Smokey. <laughs> okay and then my mom and my brother were allergic to it so you're okay did you get rid of it we gave it back to my grandmother oh my grandmother had like a litter of cats i don't know her cat just came home pregnant one day and just had all these baby cats <laughs> Kittens are the cutest. So we took one, yeah. I wish they could stay kittens and not turn into cats. Yeah, like kittens are cute. I could do with a kitten. Mm-hmm. Like they're fun or whatever. But like when it's a cat, it's like, okay, this is kind of boring. Yeah. Like what do you do? Uh, yeah. A lot of them are mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah, cats are, what a, it's a, I don't know. All the cat fans are going to be mad. Yeah, I mean, just made some enemies, but. Uh, yeah. I never Most people are dog like, people anyways. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogs for sure. Um, Before we wrap up, if you weren't a singer, what would you do? I wasn't a singer. Hey, if you weren't into music, what would you do? Um, probably something in like the the health and wellness kind of world, like maybe nutrition or. I was gonna say because like the health and wellness world is like very broad. Yeah. I was gonna say like let's. No, like I love like like cooking and I love doing healthy recipes and like exercising and all that stuff. So I don't know something like that. In that in that genre, yeah, somewhere. that's not really anything specific at all. But that's the just kind cook, of what I like. Influencer, personal trainer. I also love baking in that in that area. Yeah, okay. I like to have like a cafe or something. That'd be fun. That would be I, fun. it would be cool. I love 
making like tea, coffee. Um, I love baking a lot. I love making cocktails. Did you make, um, what was the bread that everybody was making during COVID? Banana bread? Banana bread. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's an easy one. Banana bread for sure. I don't sure. know why I was thinking carrot cake for some reason. <laughs> carrot cake is good. Why. Yeah, I love carrot cake. <laughs> carrot cake is really good. Yeah. Uh, Fa- favorite, favorite cake? You Chocolate. You know what's funny? Chocolate? You at, yeah. We, at my office today, we were talking about cakes. Um, we had like a little marketing meeting and something on the topic of cakes came up. We were talking about my, the cake we had on my birthday on the weekend. And then we got into the point about like... Um, Sobey's cakes versus this because Penny was talking about it. We've talked a lot about cakes lately. <laughs> a whole lot about cakes. <laughs> cakes are good, man. They <laughs> are good. Did you know it was they George's birthday? We had chocolate cake the other night. <laughs> it was my birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. Um, Favorite cake? Black Forest cake. Black, Black yeah. Forest? Oh, yeah, you weren't here. We talked about this, Penny. Yeah. She thought it was weird. She's like, you like, she asked me, do you like jelly donuts too? And I was like, not really. But uh, I like jelly donuts. Do you? Yeah, raspberry filled. Mm. I used to love jelly donuts as a kid. The, like, the ones that are like Tim Hortons that have like the yeah. white powder. Yep. Uh, I used to love them. <laughs> They're good. Um, You're looking at me like, those I'm are, like crazy. We, we, get, we get donuts at our office basically every Friday, and those are always the last ones remaining. Well, I'm coming over every Friday then. Well, yeah, I was just about to say, I'll problem fix that solved. problem. Well, when did, did I invite the boys over? We did fish and chips last week. I sent the message to our group chat. I was like, hey, boys, I'm buying fish and chips. Anybody wants them? Just come on by. I should. I would have came if I had some. I do. I love fish and chips. Fish and chips are amazing. Ooh, favorite cheat meal? Ooh. To both of you. Pasta. Easy. That's not even really a cheat We're going meal, for like. pasta after this, and I'm. Oh, where are you going? Toronto's uh, a good that, like yeah. Toronto's a very good like staple, you know. Like I feel like Toronto, even Ang- Gusto as well in this area, like mm. they're good. You know exactly what you're gonna get every time you go there, mm-hmm. and it's always quality and like it's fair price too. It's not like it's crazy expensive. Like you know, I know some people rave about Sophia up in Yorkville now. Yeah, but like it's very expensive, Sophia. Like, I played a pasta for like fifty bucks or forty eight bucks. You're going, there for, like, the going for the vibe, according to Danielle. I ain't a, I ain't a big Yorkville person. And neither am I. <laughs> Danielle's rolling her eyes because she lives in Yorkville. Uh, George, what's your go-to? Wait, sorry, what kind of pasta actually? Um, any really? I I make I I cook a lot, so I don't make the homemade pasta. I tried it a couple times, but on the regular, I have this sauce that I just kind of made up, and it's got um like fresh tomatoes, onions, garlic, and butter, and then I like saute that until it's almost like burnt and then i blend it with fresh basil and parmesan cheese a little bit of cream and then i uh saute. yeah i'm not even hungry right now but my stomach's like growling <laughs> somebody's like, all right talk to me noel talk to me that was so weird i'm like wow this is actually a pretty cool like pretty good like uh recipe and my stomach it's goes really blah, good blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then there's there's spicy italian sausage zucchini and cherry tomatoes also, so I might need this recipe. Italian like, sausage, yeah. I'm just giving allegedly, you my uh, secret recipe. That's uh, like, it's so good though. That's, okay, that's, so you, that's my favorite. Your cheat meal is your own homemade meal. That sounds so douchey of me no, to say, but no. I we don't go out to eat all that much. Like, I'm not in Toronto like all that much. So, um, yeah, we we love cooking together. Yeah. It's like it's that. like our thing. Like, yeah. yeah, same with my girlfriend and I. We cook like I've always like same. always liked. To- <laughs> You, you, do you ever cook? Rarely. I made breakfast the other day, yesterday actually, <laughs> and I thought about well, the first time I've used my kitchen stove because I had to fry some eggs and whatever. 
I fried eggs and like I, I made a, a triple decker egg sandwich with cheese and like cold cuts. And that sounds yummy. Yeah, I fried both sides with butter. Oh, it was actually bomb. <laughs> but I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is the first time I've used this in like, I don't even know how long. Probably like six, eight months. See, yeah, my girlfriend, I cook a wow. lot. We cook. Not a, yeah, I say a lot. She's she's pretty good. She's pretty good cook. She has some, she actually has a really good, is gnocchi considered pasta? Yeah. yeah. So, she's a really good gnocchi. I just don't know it's potato, right? Um. She's a really good gnocchi recipe she makes. She made it the first time she cooked for me. <clears throat> Try the, I really it. won my heart there. Yeah. Uh, no, it's really good. <laughs> she has a really good recipe. Uh, so you, what's um, your cheat meal? Like if I had, like, yeah. what do you consider? Like if I'm going to be unhealthy or if I could eat one thing right now? It's such an ambiguous term, cheat meal. Like a cheat meal. Like it's Something a, unhealthy. Yeah, like, not even that. It's like it's Sunday. You're about to pig out. What, what is it? Oh, okay. I'd probably, well, if I had to chill, I'd go pizza. From where? Yeah, pizza. It's hard because I usually order FBI pizza because it's near me, but I don't love FBI pizza anymore. I mean, I don't don't not love it. It just like you like it. It's, I like you it. don't love um, it anymore. Okay, that's my favorite pizza. Um, I honestly don't know. I I do. I, I don't know. Pizza no. Holy fuck! My manager. <laughs> I just watched your brain explode. Yeah, I'm there. trying to figure out what I like. <laughs> like I like, ah, pizza like north of Brooklyn. I like um. Fourth Man in the Fire too. They're both really good because I've ordered them both to here once, but this is a while ago. I haven't had them. North of Brooklyn, I, I actually had pretty, ah, pretty recently, like a few months ago. <laughs> My boyfriend just built a wood fire pizza oven in our in the backyard. That's pretty sick. Yeah, so I like make the dough and and yeah, it's so good. So you guys like really cook? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like, it's just kind of been our COVID thing. So the only thing, that I, so my parents have one too. Mm-hmm. The only thing I hate about them is like, you need a good like three, four hours. Yeah, because it has because to get to like, what, 700 degrees? Yeah, I don't I don't remember no. that. For ours, it's we have to wait for the whole inner, inner dome to be white. Mm. So when it gets really hot, it first goes black and then you have to wait for the whole thing to go white. But sometimes you put your hand there like, okay, it's, it's, it's hot enough. It's hot enough. It's like, okay, just like that tiny area is like, you got to wait for the bottom slab to be hot enough. Cause mm-hmm. that's when you get that crisp thing. Yeah. And if the top is too hot and you have like, let's say you just put too much wood in there and you get all the fire on the top of the dome, mm-hmm. it burns the cheese on top. Yes. So it's like a full like process. And some days it you're is. like, it's me, my mom, my dad, let's say mm-hmm. like, we literally just need two pizzas for the three of us. Mm-hmm. We're gonna use. We're gonna burn up all this extra wood. We're gonna spend the three hours getting to go. It's not like you just put the wood in there. You and you f off for the next three hours. Like no, you, you gotta put a little bit more it. in. You gotta yeah. watch and make sure it's growing properly. Doing it. It's yeah, like, he does that. So it, okay, I love it. That's fair. <laughs> well, you make you make the dough. You said. Yeah, I make the dough. I get all the toppings ready, and then we. But like you said, like if it's just a couple people, it's not worth it. So yeah. we'll just do it in the oven. If it's just yeah. the two of us, but we'll like we'll be like, mom and dad, come have pizza. We'll invite all of our friends over and just and make, make some a, extras, a yeah. billion pizzas. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm going to order some pizza now. <laughs> not really carrying pizza. I'm hungry. That's all I'm thinking about now. I'm trying to go back to my disc self-talk about how I was just like debating between all these different pizzerias. Couldn't give a damn straight answer. Now I want pizza. <laughs> now I got to figure it out. Um, okay, so we're nearing that, that point. But before we wrap up, new si- your latest single, Stupid, mm-hmm. is out. Before we, we run out of time. Well, tell us about that, or the idea behind it, everything. Um, Stupid is kind of just a song about like long distance relationships. It's not a situation that I've ever been in. And sometimes I like to just write about things like situations that I'll see in movies or like situations that my friends are in and whatnot. And it's just a good, sad love song, (laughs) of course. Um, And yeah, I'm super excited about it. My EP 30K just came out and kind of takes you through the highs and lows of like young love. So good. good. Yeah. 
And how's that the EP been going so far? Good. It's it's really good. I'm excited to sing it on the tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna go through start to finish? You're gonna play some old songs, maybe some covers, or just the EP? I'm doing one cover, um, and then I'm doing seven of my songs okay, so i'm doing everything that's on the ep yeah perfect yeah and for those who missed it already it's may 10th at supermarket in kensington mm-hmm. and it's for, wait did we say first show in toronto right yeah exciting first show back i'm very excited love that love that yeah. it's a big deal all right george you got anything else or i'm just thinking about food now that's it eh? <laughs> food no. cats this is great oh, this is a blast um, yeah, it was. Thank yeah. Well, thanks for coming on and making the drive down. If people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, where can they go? How can they find you? Uh, social media, Spotify. It's all Noel or Noel Official on like Instagram and stuff. Perfect. We'll make sure we tag everything. And then May 10th, if you're in the city of Toronto, go check it out. Supermarket in Kensington. It's actually a cool venue. Yeah. I, I've been there once. I can't remember who I saw, but it was, again, it was for like um, a showcase. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Or, and showcases are cool because you get a, like a variety of different artists and it's like, Everyone's got their thirty minute, forty five minute set time, so it's like you get so much different music in one in one place under one roof. So. Mm-hmm. I heard there's like a jazz band going on after me, so I'm like perfect. Wow, right up your alley. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to come uh, come down, stay for both shows. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll stick around, see some jazz too. Sounds right good alley. to me. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, appreciate you coming on, guys. If Thank you made you it to so the end much. of this, we appreciate you. Share this with your friends. Give them all a follow. Give your pals a follow. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes And every I got alone No one thing You're not alright I'm not alright